Formed back in 1969, the Andean community is a free trade area comprising the countries of Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador and Peru. Now the community says it is welcoming Turkey as an observer member to enhance Ankara's commercial ties with the region. The bloc, which includes more than 100 million people and several hundred billion dollars in annual trade, is the latest regional group that Turkey finds itself engaged with. Ankara, which already shares strong trade ties with several Latin American countries, says Turkey will broaden its cooperation across the region. Having opened several new embassies and consulates over the last decade, Ankara says it is looking to tap the region's economic potential while also providing development assistance and aid. Long dominated by the U.S., Latin American countries have seen their trade ties diversify with countries like Turkey and China as their exports of key raw materials and energy find markets across the globe. And to further discuss this diplomatic push into South America by Turkey, I'm joined by Jose Duarte Ribeiro. He's a lecturer and researcher at Ankara University. And Tarek Ozo, he's a professor of international relations at Istanbul Aydın University. A warm welcome to you both and thanks for joining me on Straight Talk. So, Jose, Turkey has become an observer, a uh, member of the Andean community. Could you talk to us about this significance and why is Turkey is interested in being an observer country into this bloc? Uh, so, uh, first, we need to understand what is uh, this Andean community and second, what means to be an observer of it. The Andean community is an organization that was founded in May uh, 1969 uh, to promote balanced economic and regional integration in the Andean region, but also to provide, uh, to, to, to work as a channel of communication throughout South America. So it's, it has over 50 years of accumulated experience and history. So the key issue for Turkey to be part of this organization as an observer, which is not the first. Turkey is a member of other organizations, the Organization of American States, the Central American Integration System, but also the important Mercosur. But now being part of this Indian community, it increases the profile of the country in the region, politically and diplomatically, and allows uh, the Turkish uh, diplomats uh, to be part at the table of this block and to anticipate, to orient and rearrange its foreign yes. policy accordingly. So, Tarek, why has this block granted Turkey an observer status? I mean, what's the driving force behind it and what do they see in Turkey? I think this is very much in line with Turkish foreign policy understanding, which has uh, developed in recent years in a significant way. Turkey is a middle power. Turkey is a middle country, similar to many other countries in the southern American continent, and also including these four founding members of the Andean community. Uh, they are trading states. Uh, half of Turkey's trade is, for example, uh, coming from its uh, trade relations with other actors all around the globe. And not only Turkey, but also these four members of Andean community are quite keen on the fact that the world politics is going through turbulent times in recent years. So we are fast moving to a kind of extremely polarized, extremely uh, cold war kind of environment in global politics. And neither Turkey nor these Andean members are quite happy with this emerging reality. So I think this is a part of Turkey's middle power oriented diplomacy, uh, diplomatic understanding foreign policy understanding. The idea is to join forces with similar countries and to put a kind of pressure on the leading great powers to mm -hmm. make sure that 
international politics uh, does not suffer from uh, conflict, stability and crisis because we lose from such kind of a situation all around the globe. Yes. So this is a part of Turkey's middle power foreign policy understanding. So, Jose, we know that the U.S. has long dominated Latin America, and in recent years, uh, China has made deep links with that region. Has Turkey been successful in promoting itself as a third option, and would that be appealing for those countries? Well, uh, I, I believe so. If we look at the organization of uh, this Andean community, first they have let's say the executive members, they're the first tier members, Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru. Then they have a second tier was basically composed of countries like Brazil, Argentina, and Chile, which is our, which are the members of Mercosur. Uh, but then they have this third tier, which Turkey is now being included uh, of certain countries. And I'm, I'm actually emphasizing this because uh, Turkey is only the third observer member. And this mm. is very interesting. The first one was Spain, 2011, yes. and then Morocco, 2020, and now we have Turkey 2022. So we see that the Andean community is trying to open its strategic vision towards third countries, other regions, with Spain trying to reach Europe, with Morocco trying to have a partner for North Africa, North Mediterranean, and now with Turkey, which can connect Eastern Europe, Middle East, but also the Eastern Mediterranean. So certainly uh, there is a strategic vision from the Indian community in including Turkey uh, as an observer. So, Tarek, how would, as Jose mentioned, how would Turkey's further engagement with this bloc help those nations' integration with other regions of the world? I mean, could Turkey serve as a uh, connection point for these countries and the rest of the world? Technically speaking, it might be quite possible because Turkey, as a trading country, has already established very strong trade relations with many other countries all around the globe. And joining such kind of a relationship, economic relationship with Turkey, these Andean countries could also have the opportunity to access to other markets as well. But again, let me shift back to my original point, which is that Turkey and these Andean members are not happy with this ongoing polarization in global politics, and they don't want to choose side in this emerging geopolitical confrontation. I think we should approach this particular relationship between Turkey and Andean from this perspective, uh, because not only Turkey, but also Andean members have also decided to sit on the fence in the latest Ukrainian crisis. We, we have seen it. So Andean members are also not happy with American imperialism and American neoliberal policies in Southern American continent. We also know it. And I think this is a very good opportunity for middle powers to join forces and to put uh, pressure, really, an unbearable pressure on uh, great powers. Because if you leave your destiny to the good wishes of great powers, maybe you will end up experiencing calamities and catastrophes in global politics. So this is a very positive, uh, encouraging development on the part of Turkey and Andean to join forces each other. Yes. And Turkey is in a different geographical location. Andean members are in a different geographical location, but they share some common interests. And, and most of the time, this interest is economic. Mm -hmm. So economy is the thing that brings them together. So, um, Jose, you've mentioned that Turkey is already an observer member in several other important uh, organizations in the region. But can we say that Turkey is latecomer to Latin America, and how would Turkey's new status impact its, uh, as Tarek has mentioned, its political and economic ties with those nations and the broader nation region? 
Well, I, I would say that if we had this conversation 20 or 25 years ago, we could say that late camera. But the path uh, politically and economically that has been uh, that has been uh, done uh, for the past two decades, particularly the past two decades, uh, has seen results not only in the increasing political and cultural presence, but also in terms of economy. I the last the time I, I, I was uh, was invited here, we had the, the opportunity to discuss the passage from one billion in terms of uh, bilateral trade to fifteen million in twenty five years. Uh, so I don't think we should still consider Turkey as an emergent uh, partner and actor in the region. It's gradually being consolidated. Um, and, and we can see this precisely from the press release that was published by the Andean community uh, stating uh, Turkey as an official uh, observer member of this, of this community in which they really emphasize the importance of the country uh, as a you know uh, already standing partner with relations of mutual trust and the expectations they have from this observer status of of Turkey in uh, actually helping them in what is the new architecture that these actors, as uh, Tariq mentioned, want for a non-polarized world. They want to a more regional integrated, not just in Latin America, but they want to reach other regions. So, Tarek, is enough work uh, being done to raise some or create public awareness of Turkey's uh, developing ties with South American uh, nations? What's the perception here? I mean, and it, the perception is quite positive, not only here in Turkey, but also in other parts of the globe. Turkey is trying to increase its middle power-oriented diplomatic engagement and cooperation with many other countries in different parts of the global location. For example, we have been very much involved in the project of MICTA. Mexico, Indonesia, Korea, Turkey and Australia come together uh, to join uh, in a kind of economic uh, engagement activity with each other. And this is a kind of a continuation of such kind of a policy in another part of the global politics. In this time, we focus our attention on Southern American continent. So these kind of Turkish initiatives, these kind of Turkish uh, actions are quite in accordance with this emerging uh, middle power diplomacy and middle power foreign policy orientation. Uh, so I think uh, the countries in the region would just feel happy to see that they have already established such kind of a relationship with an emerging power, with an emerging power which is somehow far distant. Yes, uh, from Southern America. So this, we have to boost such kind of cooperative engagements among countries coming from different geographical locations. This is what we need in terms of global peace and uh, cooperation, I assume. All right, Tarek and Jose, unfortunately, we'll have to leave it here. Thank you very much for joining me on Straight Talk.